0: found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans 1700 KBGG
1: good afternoon welcome in once again Jimmy B and TC on the air with you here on a Wednesday as we have hit the midway point of the work week and making our way to a football Friday a glorious one and, of course, the big college football Saturday, NFL. We got NFL starting tomorrow night. Cleveland Jets, okay, yeah, yeah, not, not exactly the biggest one. A lot of fun around here. Midwest football is turning out to be pretty, pretty good this season. For the first time in a long time, Friday nights, the high school level, maybe we have an open field in Class 4A. We'll see Southeast Polk on Friday night, their matchup. Against Fort Dodge, the Dodgers throw it all over the field with Drake Miller, their outstanding quarterback. Gavin Williams, the big-time running back from Southeast Polk, offers from Iowa, Iowa State, Michigan. The who's who of football across the country have been keeping an eye on the running back from Southeast Polk. That'll be our Central Iowa game of the week. Dowling Catholic last week took their second consecutive loss. Now, is it anybody's ball game? I had the call for you last Friday night. With West Des Moines Valley in their matchup with Waukee, that comeback victory as the Tigers went to, 4-0. District play starts this week. Maybe this is the year it is somebody else out of the 4A field. We got that going on. Iowa with their biggest game at Kinnick Stadium since. I think you have to go back quite a ways. Maybe back to 2010. It's been a while. And though big teams have come in, in the grand scheme of things, it hasn't meant a whole lot for Iowa. You go back to the game last year against Ohio State. Great victory turned out well, and it impacted the national title race. It impacted what happened in the Big Ten and getting into the college football playoff, all that. But for Iowa, though it was a great victory, it didn't change a whole lot. They still went to a low-level bowl game. They got the bowl victory. That was a good thing. It added to maybe the mystique and the aura of Kinnick Stadium. But for the Hawkeyes, it didn't change a whole lot. The Michigan win the year previous, again, impacted the national title race. But Iowa came into that football game 5-5. Five and five. There was questions, were they even going to be bowl eligible? That's what they were playing for. Not the national title. Not at the top level. That's what makes a difference. I really believe, in terms of impact to both teams, you probably have to go back to that 2010 season. Sing's thing's a monster. And the Badgers coming in, the favorites in the Big Ten West, some people thought a national title contender. That's not completely out the window with the BYU loss, but their margin for error is now gone. Wisconsin has to run the table to get back in the college football playoff. That means they have to win at Kiddick this week, win at Michigan, win at Northwestern, win at Penn State, win at Purdue, then win the Big Ten championship game, and of course, then you have to win two games from there. It's a daunting, daunting task. Folks, I'm leaving tomorrow to go to Vegas, and we got some things that I'm working on Some different parts that are going to be out there over the next few days. We'll be here. We'll be talking sports. Don't worry. But I got to tell you before I leave, and before the glitz and the glamour of Vegas grabs a hold of me, I don't believe I have been this confident for a big game like this for Iowa in terms of their chances of winning in a long time. I don't hide the fact that I'm an Iowa fan. Grew up an Iowa fan. Still root for them. Analytically, I do believe I can separate the two. And in general, I'm a pretty pessimistic fan. In general, I'm on the wrong side of things. Be it the Bears in the NFL, the Twins in Major League Baseball, the Hawkeyes in college sports. I'm generally pretty pessimistic as a fan. A game like this, I would normally be on the other side. In fact, That big game we mentioned from a year ago, Ohio State. Look at it analytically. Iowa on the heels of a ho-hum performance the week prior against Minnesota. The offensive line had looked bad. Nate Stanley had had issues. He did not look like the same guy we saw in week number two in that win against Iowa State. And with the defensive line in the front coming in, James Daniels was not playing at a high level. The tackles were still incredibly green with Alaric Jackson and Tristan Wurst. I thought Iowa was not only going to get beat, I thought they were going to be obliterated. Dead wrong. Two seasons prior, that Michigan game, same thing. And Michigan came in hot. And since then, they've been average. But they were piling up points, they were playing at a physical level. Normally, that's where I am. And maybe that should scare you if you're a Hawkeye fan, because those last two times that I mentioned, I was way off. I've been so impressed the way Iowa's played up front. What they've done on that defensive line, the linebackers behind them. We talked a lot this summer about the replacing of the three linebackers, but I always felt if that defensive line is special, it's not that it doesn't matter who's behind them, but if you play in the Iowa scheme, you're going to rack up tackles, you'll make some plays, and you're going to be all right. They've gone to another level. Now, this is a different kind of matchup, and I know a lot of people this week are pointing to what BYU did a week ago with a four-man front and comparing it to Iowa. Iowa has more talent on the outside. Anthony Nelson, A.J. Epinesa, both those guys are going to play in the NFL. And both going to be, I believe, pretty high NFL draft picks. I mean, these are guys that are going to be taken in the first two, three rounds of the draft when they come out. But the difference is the interior. And when Iowa goes out there and they line up Matt Nelson, big dude, 6'8", but a 295 leverage. That's the game in the middle. When they're inside and they're playing, guys like Brady Reef. when you're seeing guys like that in the middle, it changes the thought. Sam Brink's not huge. I mean, these are big dudes in general. That's not what a, But compared to what BYU played a week ago, and this Wisconsin Badger team, they've been questioned. When you're physically manhandled in a game, like they were a week ago, you expect guys like this to respond. And this isn't just any Wisconsin offensive line. They're always going to have a big offensive line. They're going to have big bruisers in there. They're built differently. I mean, the way they're set, 322, 322, 326, 319, 321. I do worry a little bit about the bulk inside. If those defensive tackles hold up with Brinks and Reef, and maybe we're going to see more Cedric Lattimore, he played his most snaps of the season in week three against you and I. I think his bulk can play a big role here. I think Iowa wins this football game, and not just wins it. And eek's one out, and it's fourteen thirteen. It's 21-20. No, I think they win this somewhat going away. 23-13, that's a number that's been rounding around in my mind. I love Iowa this week, and I'm going to Vegas, and I'm going to be betting on it. I'm going to grab the Hawks on the money line. It'll probably prove to be a disaster, but that's where we sit today. But as we go through, now, Iowa State sits at 0-2. An 0-2 start, frustrations are out there. Lost to Iowa and Oklahoma. Like this was not losses to Incarnate Word and Wyoming State. These were two top 30 programs. Oklahoma top 10 program, Iowa top 30 program. These are not devastating losses. But it has to turn around this week. And you want to see this Iowa State team jump ahead on Akron, get ahead early, come out in the second half after Akron had their big comeback a week ago, keep the pedal to the floor, and get a big victory. And and then set the stage, which looks to be a very difficult Big 12 conference slate. At TCU, you watch the game against the Buckeyes, team's got speed. Those wide receivers on the outside, yo. At Oklahoma State a week later, That game, certainly more daunting than it looked back in the summertime. Oklahoma State was a team that I really struggled to get a good read on Gundy's group. Well, After what you saw a week ago in that victory against Boise State, I think we know Oklahoma State, if they do take a step back this year, maybe not going to be quite as significant as we first thought. It's West Virginia after that. That's the media number two team. So this is the time now to build on any kind of momentum you created last week and play well against Oklahoma. Didn't have enough opportunities, moments that you look back and say, boy, if we could have just da-da-da. But it is what it is. You're 0-2. Texas Tech looks better than anticipated. Kansas, certainly better than anticipated. Texas, have they turned the corner? Look, Texas is not back. But that team we see November 17th certainly going to be different than the one we saw back in week number one, September 1st, against Maryland. And then Kansas State at the end of the year, and we know what has happened in the Iowa State-Kansas State games throughout the years. Get it turned around. This is a good football team. Iowa State is a talented football team. It's time to turn around the season and do it in a big way this week against Akron. But as we mentioned, the football going on around us, and then the final step to the, our football Sundays, we have Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, will be joining us later today. You go to that level, you got the Chiefs off to a 2-0 start. All they do, go to a division rival in the Chargers, beat them on their own. Follow it up with Pittsburgh. The Steelers have absolutely owned, owned, the Kansas City Chiefs throughout the years. And not only do you go out there, but your first-year starting quarterback, Pat Mahomes, throws for six touchdowns. He's got 10 on the year. Now, I get it. a few of those little rinky-dink. They're shovel passes. Should they count as touchdown passes? Well, they still should. They're forward passes; They should count. But regardless, Pat Mahomes is great. We got Packers-Vikings, both teams undefeated, also with a tie what happened last week, and the Bears appear to be a team that is starting to, much like I said with Texas, turn the corner. I don't believe they're back. I still have my own concerns about Mitchell Trubisky, but we're setting up to have a great 2018 football season here with what matters to us in the epicenter of Iowa. Iowa, Iowa State, the four NFL teams that matter most, not too bad. Football. We got it made. We got a lot to talk about coming up here in the program today. Pat Hardy will be joining us from AllHawkeyes.com. We'll get deeper into the Iowa Wisconsin matchup. Jimmy B, yes, he will be here. Brinson fan, maybe just fan. Jimmy B will be here at about four forty-five. We'll get his perspective as he is out and about. He's going to drop by late in the four o'clock hour. Then in the five o'clock hour, Zuba Mahente will be here from ESPN. Lots to get into with Zubin, including I really want to get his perspective on his alma mater, Rutgers. And we're not going to break down the Rutgers football roster, but but looking a bit to the future, looking forward, twenty twenty five is when college football playoff rights are up. There's talk of changing demographics. I'm not talking about just conference expansion. There's a lot more on the table than just that. But I would like to get his thoughts. And if the Big Ten certainly has to have buyer's remorse, as you look at the changing way that people consume games, cord cutters and television, what that all could mean big picture for the Big Ten and especially Zubin's alma mater in Rutgers. We'll do that. We'll talk NFL college football with Zubin Mahente in the 5 o'clock hour. And as mentioned, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, will be here. Now, normally Mitch, he joins us at 1 o'clock on our program on Thursdays over the lunch hour with myself and Ken Miller. Today, because of my trip, he's going to change flexibility out of Mitch and I really appreciate that. We're due for a timeout. We'll come back. More on Iowa-Wisconsin, the big game in the state this week. We will break things down. Pat Hardy, he's up next as we continue on Jimmy B and T.C., Seventeen hundred High school football each and every Friday night right here on your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG. Friday nights starting at 7 o'clock. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with a full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to completeautoraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. It's one thing to be aware of breast
2: cancer. It's another to do something about it. Here's to the heroes who lift each other up and make a difference. Who get out there, take action. Every step, every dollar, Every voice matters. Join us in the fight against breast cancer and be a hero. Get registered today for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27 and help us provide life-saving research and breast health services to women in our community. Visit KomenGreaterIowa.org slash DMRace to get registered today.
3: This report sponsored by Staples. Staples offers bold color printing to help your business stand out. Now get 20% back in rewards on your color printing. In-store only. Offer ends 11-10-18. Restrict and supply. See store staples.com/slash twenty-back for details. Print more color, attract more customers, save more money. Staples. I'm so happy. <laughs> Football's back. Fire up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's
4: time to celebrate with an approved by Joe tailgate. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just $10 down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only for the people credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car you hate and pump it and drive home a nicer, newer car today for just 10 bucks down. I'm throwing a Hail Mary to make my month, and I need your help. Trade in your old car and drive for just 10 bucks down. This is for a limited time, so get in here and score before the clock runs out. I'm Joe Clemens, and I'm your dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I 235 on the State Fair side. Call 265 1467 or online at approvedbyjoe.com. Approvedbyjoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. Subject to approval, some minimum requirements.
1: Still looking for the one? Your perfect foundation match? estee lauder has it come to macy's to experience double wear makeup in over
5: 55 shades for all skin tones and undertones it's estee lauder's most loved foundation oil-free waterproof perfectly matte and long wear too with 24-hour staying power find your double wear at macy's and macy's.com plus be sure to ask in store for a deluxe sample in your ideal match estee lauder double wear
1: made in your shade
6: You just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine.
5: I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks.
6: There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines,
5: you must be boring.
6: This is a magical place.
5: Don't miss out. Visit
1: CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to greater Des Moines.
6: Catch what you've been missing.
1: Are you interested in starting a new franchise?
5: a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home.
0: It's time for your daily dose of Hawkeye coverage on 1700 KBGG.
1: Condon back with you here on a Wednesday afternoon as we get you home, getting ready for the big one on Saturday night, 7.30 on Fox, as it will be, yes, that matchup, Wisconsin-Iowa. Look, folks, this thing's been circled way back. I mean, we've been talking about this game in different capacities all throughout the summer, all throughout the spring. I said it after the Iowa State game, before Wisconsin had even lost a game. It's a one-game schedule for Iowa. And I know that might be a little simplistic. Look, after this, they still have eight games to go. It's just a third of the way through the season. And they have a stretch right afterwards where they go on the road four out of five times. That's incredibly difficult. It doesn't matter who you're playing Being on the road that much, it's difficult. But in order to get to the spot where Iowa wants to get back to, in that Big Ten title game, taking your shot against the big boy, that's what you have to do. It's as simple as that. You have to get the victory against Wisconsin. There's no two ways about it. Calling up right now, Pat Hardy from allhawkeyes.com. He's going to join us. We're going to talk, uh, get his perspective on what we are going to see coming up. 7.30 on Fox on Saturday night. Pat, you got us. I'm here. How are you guys doing? Hi, everything is good. Back over in central Iowa as we await for Saturday night. And uh, it's only Wednesday. Boy, this week has gone incredibly slow, Pat. I'm ready for them to tee this thing up.
7: Well, imagine how Saturday is going to be. Wait until seven thirty. <laughs> right. Latest game ever at Kinnick, so I guess um, there will be a lot of build up.
1: Oh, there will no doubt about it, and the build up certainly has began. And and right as I was bringing you on, Pat, it's something that this build up is not just a week in the making or even a season in the making. Going back to after the first game, September first, this is a game that we have talked about all throughout the spring and summertime. This has been looked at for a long time from the Iowa perspective. I know it's big for the Iowa perspective. Does Wisconsin, you think, look at it quite the same way? Well, I'm not sure. You know, that's
7: a good question, because I've always been told by a lot of Badger fans that Minnesota is kind of their big rival, but Minnesota's been so irrelevant for so long in football to where, to me, I think Iowa has got to be the closest thing they have to a rival in the West Division. Nebraska's done nothing, and this year... I think there's even more heightened urgency with this game because they lost, and the winner, really, the winner of this game, in a way, you can almost say it's almost a two-game lead because they only get the, they're going to have the tiebreaker too. Mm-hmm. So whoever wins this game, the loser's going to have is, is almost got like a two-game lead. The other team will have to lose at least two games because you're going to get that tiebreaker. So it's big. I mean, you got a big head start in conference play if you win this opener.
1: Yeah, a lot of times when you're talking about tiebreakers and college football and divisions. No, it can be a multiple way tie, and if that's the case, if if we do have a tie, I would expect both Iowa and Wisconsin to be like seven and two, and that's where yeah, the then tie Iowa goes. if, right, if Iowa and, wins, if- and the tiebreaker comes in. But without a third team, I mean, I can't envision anybody in the West, Minnesota, Northwestern, Purdue winning seven games. That's why it is worth the two games that you talked about.
7: It really is, and I think the winner this year is going to be seven and two, and I'd be more apt to think the winner six and three than eight and one this year. I just think. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin, I picked Iowa to win this game back in July when I did my picks. Now, I also picked Iowa to lose to Iowa State. So, But the part of the reason I picked them to win this game, it's at home. I think the law of averages definitely worked to Iowa's favor. I just don't think they're going to lose again at home. This would be five in a row to Wisconsin. But the other thing is Wisconsin's got to replace seven starters and two key contributors on defense from last year. That's nine players And I watched that BYU game, and that's not the same Wisconsin defense, and they're injured. They're down some linebackers, so I think they're as vulnerable as they've been in years coming into this game.
1: I'm right there with you, and Van Ginkle on the outside, Pat. I know you know that name well. He was a kid Mm -hmm. that Iowa was recruiting very heavily after he played a season at South Dakota, and then a year at Iowa Western at the JUCO level, so he could transfer up and— he decided, certainly I think it was the right choice. He, he was one of those hybrid guys. Was he a defensive end? Was he an outside linebacker? You can kind of do both in the 3-4 scheme. I think it makes a whole lot of sense for him, and he's had a nice career, but he had a boot on after the game. The other thing going back and watching that BYU-Wisconsin game was just the physicality that BYU was able to play with, and it, it didn't feel like you'd normally expect Wisconsin to be. They looked uh, just different physically overall.
7: Yeah, I thought BYU looked quicker, and they did do a good job of standing up to Wisconsin's physicality. And I and that was a BYU team that went 4-8 and last year. I've had some people say to me, well, BYU's way better than Northern Iowa and Northern Illinois. I don't think BYU's any better than Iowa State. So I think they both have opponents that are similar, and I think Iowa handled it better than Wisconsin did. I mean, Iowa didn't bla- blow Iowa State off the field or anything, but I never felt like Iowa State was going to win that game. They couldn't do anything Offensively, And right now, like I said, I think Wisconsin is a little vulnerable. If Iowa can hold Taylor to 125 or fewer yards rushing and force Hornybrook to have to beat them, I like Iowa's chances. I like the fact they're playing at home, and I think last year's game can almost be a way, in a way, may help them. Because, I mean, they were so humbled and humiliated by that game last year, and I, I think that they can use that as motivation. But I think playing at home and if Iowa can get out quickly – run the ball, I really do like their chances Avoid turnovers. I mean, there's so many different things that go into play in a game like this. And I know Kirk and Nate Stanley and them want to take this one game at a time. And, yeah, I mean, it will only count as one loss or one victory. But to me, this is not your typical Big Ten opener. This one's a little different because of the circumstances. And and I just think there's so much momentum riding on this game.
1: Really is. And not just for this year, but maybe kind of the future of Iowa football going forward. That's more of a big-picture talker, though. We get into those things during the summertime. Pat Hardy joining us from allhawkeyes.com. Pat, we saw the passing game rev up, certainly compared to what it was the first couple of weeks, but I I said it on Monday's program. You know, he threw for 300 yards, him being Nate Stanley. He completed 23 of 28 passes, but when he was off, he was still really off. It, It didn't feel like as good a performance as the numbers indicated.
6: No, I would agree
7: with that and numbers can be deceiving. Unfortunately, his numbers against Wisconsin last year were as bad as they indicated. And I just posted a column a couple hours ago on the All Hawkeye site. I mean, this game's not gonna define Nate Stanley's career. One game doesn't make or break a career or a season or anything, but to me, this is a big game where he needs to play with a sense of urgency and he needs to me to me he needs to answer the challenge here. I mean I think it's pretty obvious when he plays well, Iowa's really hard to beat. When he doesn't play well, Iowa is very vulnerable. And I, and I know he doesn't want to act like the Wisconsin thing is that big of a deal, but deep down you know it is. I mean, mm-hmm. Nate Stanley's just like Kirk Ferentz. He never says the wrong thing. He never brags. He always praises everybody else. He always takes this one game at a time. But you know deep down he's got a burning desire to beat these guys because it's Wisconsin because of what happened last year, and now I think he just needs to go out and do it. He needs to have a big game against a Big Ten opponent. It's been a while since that's happened. I mean, he was okay against Nebraska, but that game was so lopsided, it didn't matter. He was not good against Purdue. I think it's time he needs to really step up, because this is a big chapter in his career. This will really go a long way, I think, in giving him and his team momentum going on for the rest of the season.
1: Well, you could tell, certainly, the motivation is there. A Wisconsin kid, he had a Instagram post up this summer with a picture of Albert the Bull, the uh, trophy that they play for, and had a motivational quote underneath it. He knows the importance, certainly, of this game, as does all the players. And, And, Pat, as you heard from the guys the other day and what they had to say, felt like they were saying the right things. They know the importance of this game, there's no doubt. Is there a concern, though, that maybe they are putting too much into it? It's something we really don't have to talk about very often for Iowa because, they do play that one-game-of-a-time mentality. Though, reading between the lines, it does feel like they're, they're putting a lot of pressure on themselves for this matchup.
7: Yeah, I guess so. But then there's times where it seems like when they lose, fans say, well, they don't care enough. They didn't put enough emphasis. They go, they're like robots. They don't go through. They're like, you know, Kirk doesn't show enough emotion. So it seems like they lose on both ends of that deal. And I, I don't know. I think they do need to have a sense of urgency and put a lot into this. They get a bre- bye week afterwards i mean they're, they to me, this should be their only focus on anything right now. They get a week to rest, and their season obviously's not over. They could lose this game and go eight and one and win the and win the West. But like I said, if they lose to Wisconsin, that just kind of to me that dampens the mood, puts them way behind the eight ball as far as trying to chase Wisconsin again, and then they spend maybe the rest of the season trying to play catch-up to Wisconsin. I, Like I said, there's just so much momentum in this thing. I mean, if they can just feed off that environment, it's time to start shifting this series with Wisconsin. I mean, Wisconsin has won five out of six. It's time if, I mean, Iowa wants to be a player. Iowa's fans are always talking about how good things are. Nate Stanley going to the NFL after this year. Okay, prove it. I mean, go out and do it now. I hear all the time about how, Uh, All the great stuff about Iowa football. There is a lot of great stuff about Iowa football. The wave, the swarm, everything. There's a ton of great stuff. Stability. But let's face it, they have not been able to beat Wisconsin at their own game. Wisconsin is a better version of Iowa. Has been for nearly 30 years and took two Iowa assistant coaches and used them to build the program to where it is now. I've had some... Interesting debates. I wrote a column earlier this week. To me, it's a no-brainer. Wisconsin should be Iowa's biggest rival in football. I don't think it's even close. I mean, I get people in their 20s and 30s, oh, no, if you watch Nebraska fans on Twitter, who cares about Nebraska fans on social media? Nebraska's been irrelevant for 20 years. Wisconsin's the one that stole Hayden's two assistants, yeah. two key assistants, best recruiters, Use Hayden's blueprint to become a better version of Iowa, and they still are, and Barry Alvarez is still there. Who does he replace himself with, a former Iowa player? To me, this has got rivalry written all over it. It's just now Iowa's turn to finally do something about it.
1: It's been ugly. It's been very ugly, including offensively last year, the 66 yards. But even before that, even go back to the victory that they've had over the last four years, Pat. Back in 2015, C.J. Beathard didn't even throw for 100 yards in that game. He had 77
7: I mean, he was bad, yeah. They were lucky to win because the— quarterback stepped on somebody's foot and lost the ball right when they were getting ready to score a touchdown. So it's been since two thousand eight with Sean Green since Iowa's really had a good day against Wisconsin. And like I said, I've had a lot of younger fans reach out. Oh, Minnesota and the bread, they suck. We hate them. I hate I mean, okay, hate two programs that are irrelevant right now, but Wisconsin is the rival. I mean, like I said, I'm trying. I don't even know if you're old enough to remember what they did. I mean, Barry Alvarez came in here and took Bernie Wyatt and Dan McCartney right yep. from underneath Hayden Fry. And it just Took him, took some of the recruits, and I know fans up here that hate Wisconsin for that. And now Bernie Wyatt's back here retired. He <laughs> hangs out at the Iowa football facility. He's the reason Ron Dane went to Wisconsin. Yes, I mean I just yes, the Jersey to, pipeline. To me, I mean, he built the same pipeline at Wisconsin that he did at Iowa. McCarney built that defense up and it's never been the same since then. To me, you need to resent that and you need to say enough is enough and win this game.
1: Yes. Uh, I very Very well said. Talking with Pat Hardy right now from allhawkeyes.com. Pat, you also do your work uh, on the radio over there in Iowa City. I thought it was cool uh, you guys had an opportunity to talk with the guy that people here in Central Iowa remember very well, former Dowling Catholic quarterback Ryan Boyle. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that conversation with Boyle and what he's uh, up to playing football now over at Indiana State.
7: Well, first of all, I appreciate Indiana State for acting, so I reached out this weekend, and boy, they got him on by Wednesday, and I really do appreciate that. Basically, Ryan's situation was he's like, you know, I'm getting ready to graduate. I have two years left to play. I'm not going to play here. I want to play quarterback. There's a place out there for me. He explored his options. He liked what Kurt Mallory had going on at Indiana State, liked the offense. Tom Wilson, his high school coach, knew Kurt Mallory. There was a connection there. They use a dual-threat quarterback system, and it just per- turned out to be a perfect fit. He didn't start the first two games, started last week. I think he was 18 of maybe 26 for 209 yards, completed passes to six different receivers, ran for 30 yards despite still having kind of a gimpy knee, and I think he's found a home, and right now they're 2-1. and one. So it looks like he's going to be a, part of, a major part of this revival at Indiana State. And, no, it's not Big Ten football, but Ryan Broyle. Still has a chance to have a great career, and he's had nothing but good things to say about Iowa. He said Kurt Ferentz was very supportive of his decision, helped him in any way he can, still says he keeps in touch with some of the Iowa players, still keeps in touch with Tyler Wiggers on a regular basis, and he did predict and suggested strongly that Iowa needs to start um, Saturday's game with Nate Stanley going deep to Noah Fan.
1: Ah, I like it. I like it. Taking a yeah, shot. it was
7: good to catch up with him. He wants to be an athletic director more than likely when mm-hmm. he's done. I was just amazed listening to him explain how he graduated in three years. He had semesters, even with football season, where he was taking 18 credit hours. And then he would take nine credit hours during the summer. He just said Iowa and Dowling were so good at teaching him about time management. Now, I went to Dowling, and I didn't learn time management quite as well as Ryan Boyle did, but he definitely learned it. And now I'm really happy for the kid. I'm really happy for him and Tyler Wiggers both. I mean, they could have pouted and complained and pointed fingers and made excuses, they did what they needed to do at Iowa. They got their degrees, and now they're playing for two schools. They're having great success, and I'm happy for both of them.
1: Well, look at the success. There's been four grad transfer quarterbacks. Rudock that went out to Michigan, had a nice senior season. Cody Sokol went down to Law Tech. He put up some monster numbers, and now Weigers and Boyle.
7: Just a question.
1: It's, there's only one football to go around for the quarterback position, and we're going to see more and more of this going forward, but it is good to see these guys and get the opportunity, and you think back to some guys that stuck it out. and We never got to see them in their career. An opportunity late in your career to get on the football field one more time. It's awesome to see. And, and I remember Boyle from early in his career and the first time talking to him on the field after a game. He's a great kid. Very easy to root for, even as he moved on from the University of Iowa.
7: He just wants to play. I mean, that's what this comes down to. He wants to play, and he found a good fit for himself. And the fact that he's helping a program rebuild, there's a lot of excitement around that. But just the... So the fact that he could graduate in three years as a full-time student-athlete. That says a lot about him, the people around him, his work ethic and what have you. But, no, I just—I I figured our listeners would enjoy catching up with him. I think they did. It was a good interview. We had him on for about 20 minutes. You can actually, it's up on iTunes, but you can also mm-hmm. get it it's on our homepage, on the All-Hawkeyes homepage. You can click on it there. And, like I said, it's right, um, right about 20, 25 minutes, and it was good catching up with him.
1: No doubt about it. Hey, speaking of uh, guys... That we, well, we're waiting to see. To basketball for our final topic here, and we'll let you go with this. Pat Hardy joining us all Pat, the, uh, the Luca Garza situation, we get the press release from the university that he had a sister removed, he's going to be out for six weeks. There hasn't been a ton of conversation about it. Can you fill it, us in at all the details of that and how much this is going to impact him getting ready for next basketball season?
7: I don't think right now we really know. I've been told by, obviously, people close to the situation that it's going to be probably November before he is allowed to start playing full speed. I don't know. They, the people I was talked to didn't say when in November. That makes a big difference. Late November? He doesn't get cleared till late November? I mean, then you're looking at December to get in shape and to get ready. I mean, it could... Right now, we don't know. I mean, I, I think this could end up maybe being a longer than people think. I don't think he's going to miss the year. But what you say to yourself is, let's say late November, it's not healing the way they thought it would or it hoped for it. Do Then do you just look at Luca and say, hey, it's going to be just January before you're 100% your redshirt. I have not heard any of talk like that. I'm guessing there's no way Luca Garza wants to redshirt. I mean, he's going to be one of their better players. But to me, this is still kind of a wait and see to see how it heals over these next. Six months. I don't, I'm not a doctor, obviously, but removing a cyst from somebody's abdomen, thats that can't be simple. I mean, I don't know where, if it was buried or whatever. I don't know the specifics, but like I said, people aren't saying he'll be back in October. They're saying he's be, he'll be back in November, and that's pretty telling, I think.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, just uh, something odd, something different. There's always something odd and different happening in the world of the Hawkeyes. With that, Pat, we are out of time. Thank you so much. We'll talk again here in a couple weeks. Okay, Trent. Talk to you later. Thanks. Pat Hardy joining us. Find him allhawkeyes.com or on Twitter at Pat Hardy. As we get the time out, Jimmy B's going to stop by. Quick hit with Brinson as he is out and about today. I can't bother the guy to come in to work, but we'll give him a little crap about that. Have some fun with Jimmy B. Take it up until 6 o'clock tonight, 5 o'clock hours busy. Zuba Mahente will be here. The voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, also will be here in the 5 o'clock hour. Taking it up until 6 tonight. Back with more in a moment. It's Jimmy B and TC.
0: You found your home for real sports talk for real
3: sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Now's the perfect time to bring color home. Ask Sherwin-Williams
6: and save 40% on paints and stains during the four-day super sale, September 21st through the 24th. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details.
3: For tonight, partly cloudy, warm, and breezy, a low near 72. Rain chances stay mostly to the north, then partly cloudy to mostly sunny Thursday. Hot, humid, and windy with a high near 90, then a good chance of thunderstorms Thursday night. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards.
1: Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts.
4: football's back. Fire up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's time to celebrate with an approved by Joe tailgate. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just $10 down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only for the people credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car you hate and pump it and drive home a nicer, newer car today for just 10 bucks down. I'm throwing a Hail Mary to make my month, and I need your help. Trade in your old car and drive for just 10 bucks down. This is for a limited time, so get in here and score before the clock runs out. I'm Joe Clemens, and I'm your dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I 235 on the State Fair side, call 265 1467 or online at approvedbyjoe.com. Approvedbyjoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. Sure, subject to approval, some minimum requirements.
1: Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This
0: year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the
1: years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at cfiowa.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission.
8: for New Leaf Wellness. One more time. 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358.
0: Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent.
1: Jimmy B and TC, and for the first time today, it is Jim and Trent. Jimmy B checking in again as he is out and about trying to pretend to do work. What's happening, Brinson? Just,
2: just doing what you just said, pal, trying to keep our head above water. You know how that goes.
1: Don't, don't throw me into the boat with you. Absolutely not. <laughs> I do things for this station. You do things for Jimmy B. I mean, let's not lie here. It's all about Brinson in your world.
2: Well, a lot of people say that, including
1: you. Right, right.
2: Okay, you're probably right about that. Okay, fair
1: enough. There's no probably about it. I am right. I I am right. (laughs) Well, Jim, uh, as we like to talk about, Tuesdays and Wednesdays are for baseball, but I look forward to the football weekend. I've been talking Mm -hmm. a lot, obviously, about the Wisconsin-Iowa game. We just had Pat Hardy on. We were getting his perspective— Obviously, the Iowa State-Akron game is being overshadowed this week because it's Akron. I mean, it's, just, it's as simple as that. Yeah. But with what is in front of Iowa State now and, and what they have with the remaining schedule, how daunting it is. Two road games right afterwards at TCU, at Oklahoma State, then West Virginia comes to town. The importance of this Akron game, not just getting a victory and getting off the schneid and getting the first win of the year, but building a lot of momentum. This game feels bigger than you normally anticipate an Iowa State-Akron game would be.
2: I agree with you, especially after what Akron did at Northwestern. I think that may have opened the eyes of uh, the Cyclone Nation to kind of take a look at that and go, oh, wait a minute, maybe these guys aren't uh, all trolls like we thought they were going to be. Look, Akron can play. We saw what happened. Northwestern got out to a big lead, coughed it up, and Akron then found a way to win. I expect Iowa State, with the way that they did play and compete against uh, Oklahoma, uh, if they play to that level once again, Trent, uh, they will win the game against Akron and probably by double digits, 12 points, 14, something like that, because they competed so well against Oklahoma. They cannot sit in the situation where they say, for example, okay, we're up 14, so now all we have to do is go through the motions? No, because that's probably what Northwestern thought when they got up. So they're going to have to compete for four quarters. There's no question about that. And then if you're up 20, 21, late in the fourth, then you can start to you know get other people in there and, uh, and give them a much-needed playing time. But for me... They're going to have to show up. They just can't get off the bus and expect a win.
1: Jimmy B, I got to get your perspective on this. It's an NBA story that matters to me and matters to the, the Wolves fans in the market. How many of them are out there? Jimmy Butler, my boy, wants out of town. He has seen yeah. enough requesting a trade. His three preferred destinations are the Nets, the Clippers, and the Knicks, which. Kind of head scratching in its own right that those are the three teams that you're looking at. But regardless of that, uh Jimmy Butler, the T Wolves finally break the long skid, getting into the playoffs. He wants out. A power struggle is ensuing out there. What's happening up north? Help me out. All right.
2: Here's the deal. Butler, uh, behind closed doors is kind of a malcontent. He's gloomy. He uh kind of uh Uh, kind of uh, disrupts the locker room. He has had that reputation, Trent, since he was with the Chicago Bulls. So that's one reason why they unloaded him. I think Tom Thibodeau felt, all right, I know this guy's M.O. I know his personality. I know how to deal with him. And then it got sideways, and I think it's irreparable. So I think that's why uh, he wants out. Remember, The Timberwolves offered him four years at like 100 mil, and he turned it down. So he has this year left on his deal, and that's it. And so now he's got a little power, and so he's going to try to force the hand and see if they'll trade him and come up with some sort of deal. I'm assuming that they will probably get that done. Here's the thing that bothers me. Now, because of the Butler situation, now you've got a a problem with Cat. K-A-T, you know, the big guy, mm-hmm. he's got to wait before he can get a contract extension now after they get this Jimmy Butler stuff out of the way. So that's one guy in towns you do not want to lose because of the star power and the way that that guy plays.
1: It's concerning, no doubt, Jim. And- it is, Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, Carl Anthony Towns, he's an incredible talent. you got the young guys. I I saw Wiggins' uh, cousin or brother tweeted something out earlier today uh, with Butler wanting his way out. Uh, As soon as you get a good thing, Jim, it goes the other way if you're a Timberwolves fan. Certainly appears to be the case. Are you excited about the NBA season? I'm not. Um,
2: I am. I am because I want to see all the new faces in new places. And if Butler's gone before the season begins to a new team, that'll just be something else then to take a look at. And you know right now, if he wants out, there are other teams aside from the three that you mentioned who will make that call for Jimmy Butler. Look, the Lakers might make that call for Jimmy Butler, okay? I mean I can see that happening. But he wants the Clippers and he wants either Brooklyn or the Knicks, so he either wants to play in L.A. or New York. That, that seems to be his pattern. But if somebody offers up something of value that the Timberwolves believe will help them, then if they pull the trigger, it just we, we just might see another situation where you know how that guy in San Antonio was so unhappy? He wanted to be traded to Los Angeles somewhere, and they didn't do it? He sent him to Toronto. So, look, I, he's got one year left. So it's, he doesn't have really a lot to work with other than get me out of here, and that's it.
1: I'm sending you to Toronto. Get out of here, you goof. <laughs> I'll see you, pal. Jimmy B. checking in with us here on a Wednesday. we got a busy couple of shows coming up the next couple of days. We'll be making our picks, of course, as we do each and every Friday. We're going to be previewing Jay, uh, Iowa Wisconsin with Jason Galloway. Other Wisconsin State Journal, Lee Sterling will be by with his picks. We got Ken Silverstein dropping by. Kevin Lehman, some college basketball talk. Wolfgang will be here. Busy couple of days on the program. We still got another hour to go. You don't have to go anywhere, and he won't. Zuba Mahente will be here. Five o'clock hour is next. Seventeen hundred KBGG.
0: Monday Night and Thursday Night Football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG.
1: Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com.
6: thinking about selling your home soon listen up as this will save you big money charterhouse real estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical six or seven percent commission structure that you are used to we charge sellers 24.95 plus three percent we know math stinks so think about it like this if you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign and lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at CharterhouseIowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's CharterhouseIowa.com.
1: Are you interested in starting a new franchise?
0: This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies. For wins, for big games, for titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team.
1: These colors, uh, these colors mean everything.
0: And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Football, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and more. Shop 3719
6: Southwest 9th, Des Moines, or heartlandflags.com. Now's the perfect time to bring color home. Ask Sherwin-Williams and save 40% on paints and stains during the four-day super sale, September 21st through the 24th. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Looks
0: like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from Unmet Expectations we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play.
3: That's 729 or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R.
6: Roof it
0: once, roof it right, right roofing.
3: Attention drivers with Class A CDL. Are you looking for a solid career that offers great benefits with the time at home you desire? How about earning $70,000 a year plus starting from year one? If this sounds good, come join our growing team at ADM. We offer a complete benefits package, including 401k, health, life, dental, and vision. And we even offer a pension plan. With ADM, you'll get paid vacation, personal days, and holidays. Oh, and don't forget, $70,000 a year to start. Drivers must possess a Class A CDL with hazmat, tanker, and passport, or be able to obtain a passport within the first 60 days of employment. Don't wait. Call ADM today at 515-265-8437. That's 515-265-8437 or visit us at ADM.com forward slash careers. ADM requires successful completion of a pre-employment drug screening and background check. ADM is an equal